Approaching Shadows is the second feature film from Tape Community Music and Film. Shot over two years using Tape's creative inclusion production model, the film premiered at the BFI Southbank Cinema in London and was acquired by Bohemia Media for release in the UK and Ireland in July 2022. The following short film details the experiences of just some of the 300 plus people involved throughout this groundbreaking feature film production. a very clear memory of the first time Steve pitched me the Approaching Shadows idea. It was an idea I love because I love the idea of the main characters of a horror movie where all people... It's like, it's like very dark. <laughs> you got to play a happy enough role, didn't you? So. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I wrote the initial story for Approaching Shadows. And then when I was really happy with it, I brought it in to show to Roque. And then I found myself met by the tape experience. And that was somebody took my work seriously and met me head on with enthusiasm and encouragement. The way tape works with um, the writing and the editing and the storyboarding and, the, and the, all the decisions are collective. And I, and I love that including me, because actors are usually left out of that process. For many years, I worked with people with disabilities uh, and recognised how important community and integration and uh, removing people from isolation was. And this company, Tate, has developed that to the highest standards. It was kind of, yeah, probably our biggest undertaking as a charity um, and a film production company. I think it was different and more ambitious than the previous feature film productions that we've worked on. And I became involved with tape because I was interested in writing scripts, writing years ago, an ambition to do something on film. People within tape's writer's room got to give their feedback on what they thought the script was, they added stuff. There's this great collaboration that goes on. Everyone gets a chance to have a bit of input in the film, which is amazing. And it creates this ensemble feel, which, you know, yes, we've got the director at the top and that's always important to have that. But then to, to have people that feel that they've got an input into the film, you, you can just feel their sense of ownership. I mean, one of the things that I find massively encouraging about this way of working is that it's not it's not just about sort of access to sort of storytelling and ha people having their stories told but actually being involved in the production at every level you know like truly kind of co-producing and it gives people the sort of skills and experiences and knowledge to be able to go and do that themselves no matter what position somebody had within the film they were allowed to voice what their opinions were and people were given the opportunity to, you know, people who were doing sound had the opportunity to grab the camera and try to do a shot if they wanted to do it. Um, and so it felt like a no-one-in-charge production where everyone got to, got to have a go. I definitely want to share our work with people in a way that uh, encourages folks to maybe think about approaching the way they make work differently. Um, that can only be a good thing because all we're trying to do is produce some quality work that's what we're all trying to do, but we're doing that in a way that is beneficial to more people.
than is currently possible through the majority of productions or ways of making films. For the most part, it's quite excluding, and we'd like to be an example of how it doesn't have to be like that, and you, you end up with some, still end up with something original and interesting at the end of it. In Welsh, the word for learn and teach are the same word, dusky. And I think that is an essential part of what tape does and what this community model of filmmaking does. Not only do people learn about filmmaking, but we learn from them how we can be better filmmakers, more inclusive filmmakers, and how we can find new voices to make actually interesting art. Could you describe the tape set experience in just one word? <laughs> yeah, I would say uh, open-minded. Different, unique, I would say. It is a new, unique experience. Um, from the point of view of um, the people that you mix with and for your own personal experience as well. Inclusive. Inclusive, experimental um, are two words. Let me think of which one I prefer. I'm going to say supported, okay, <laughs> which is neither of the two words I just said. Exciting. That's, that's a good one, I think. Uh, communitive. I think those are all good words. I know you said one, but... <laughs> Enjoyable. Incredible. Great experience. Fantastic. Nice. I would have chosen family. Mm. Friendly. Community. Nah, I can do better than that. I can do better than that. I can't do better than that. I can't do better than that at all. Chaotic. <laughs> do you have a better word? Nice yes. word. Collaborative? Um, tape in one word. Well, I suppose um, kind of inspirational, I suppose, is the word, you know, uh, an organisation that that is responsible for such incredible creativity and pulling so many. Now this is more than one word, isn't it? But pulling so many, pulling up so many disparate people into into exciting projects, I suppose. Awe-inspiring, really. Um, just amazing what the, this this crew, this band of people can can do when everyone gives it their all and. And it just leaves your mind open to what could be done in the future as well. Well, it was diverse, really, uh, because I'll say that because uh, we um, had uh, some various different sets. And it's good for people, um, for example, because we welcome in lots of different people, from children to pensioners to uh, neurodivergent people, mental health issue people, and probably um, not trying to pinpoints or anything, but uh, there's uh, a lot of these people in, 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 in their everyday life would struggle on their own if they had the desire to get into uh, this industry. And we've got wonderful, a wonderful team here that will just uh, be able to open the doors to us. Uh, yeah, it just, it's just joyous to, to be working with different people and it's a uni unique experience every day on the set. It's something different. I didn't know what to expect because I've never worked in this way I've never worked in a company which is like diverse. Anybody can come in and do something to do with this film and I've absolutely loved that. I feel it's inclusive because um, the way that experience is offered to everybody, everybody has the opportunity, uh, no matter what their background is, whether people want to get into the film industry for serious, seriously or whether they're just doing it as a hobby. When you come to tape, they make you feel welcome and make you feel comfortable and they're just like um they're just you can tell how 
creative they are and like the the energy in the the like space okay. is yeah, so yeah, see you in a bit. See you in a minute. All right. It's welcoming. Bye bye. Yeah. Bye bye. And you can tell that they're <laughs> dedicated. He's doing a fucking show. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's weird. like if you know, you see films that have got shower scenes. Yeah. They take the lenses and they leave them in the room so they get to the hot temperature so they don't steam up. Clever, that is. Proper yeah. clever. Uh, but we didn't do that. <laughs> we just thought we'd say. by the Brennigs. Yeah, they will come back tomorrow for that lens. Hopefully, nobody will touch it. So they're just like, they're all like really down to earth as well, people. Yeah. And they're fun. Totally. They're open to ideas as well. So even though, I mean, neither of us have actually started our film degree yet, our ideas are still listened to and we know that they're going to actually take us seriously when we have something to say. It's a big collaboration amongst a lot of people, highly skilled, professional, experienced people working uh, alongside, shoulder to shoulder with people who maybe have never been on set before and you know, and, and all, all points in, in between. They're so willing to help people who perhaps need a confidence boost, and then you get the best out of people. Once you step into that environment and it, you see that it's a collective group of people doing something together and that you're part of it, all of a sudden those anxieties go away because, again, you have to have the right environment to have that, but we, we set up an environment that is warm and friendly and wants everyone to be included. Seeing somebody grab a camera with masses of enthusiasm for an idea that they were having and then seeing that them be supported to realize that idea and then seeing that thing in the finished film and then watching them as they watched it back on the big screen amazing absolutely amazing and be complimented for their work and then seeing where that took them it's what it's about you know that that sort of experience i would like to even describe it as probably one of the best like film productions that has like that I've been to that has functioned that well, like with the people. Oh, it's exciting. It's, it's something new and I'm really excited to get into it. Seeing it all come together and, and, and the camera work is really awesome. Yeah, it's definitely hands-on learning, 100%. You just jump right in, but it's not like you jump right in and then you're drowning because there's help here as well. There's a lot of ego in, in, in the arts, but if you take the ego away, there's something really beautiful about someone saying something and you go like, oh, I never thought of doing it that way because it's all, because, you know, we're all neurodiverse, we're all different, have different thought processes, so the way I look at something is not the way somebody else looks at it. Hello, my name's Matt. I worked as a cameraman on the film Approaching Shadows. I was learning how to use the camera, and this is one of the many shots I worked on during the making of this film. During one of the many night shoots, we were outside this garage. It was freezing cold. I was working with Rob, one of our many actors in this film. I came up with a new idea I explained to him how I wanted the shot to be and how he should act in this shot. Andy directed and helped me with the cinematography. I had been inspired by loads of other horror films and horror directors and cameramen and women. I never thought I'd get the chance to work on an actual feature film. But with the marvellous and wonderful help from Steve, Andy and everyone else at the Magnificent Place tape, I got the chance to do something I never thought I'd ever be able to do. I rehearsed a few shots with different angles and then I came up with this idea. This shot you're about to see, which was used in the final cut of the approaching shadows. Some men have taken him. I don't know what they want with him. We were just having a quiet weekend away. Rolling. Rolling. Scene 19.1, take one. The community 
threw themselves into <laughs> the movie. I love when you are with, doesn't matter the age, you saw, no, no, if you move the camera that way, you are going to show that is it. Oh, you see oh, the, that, that bright in the eyes. And I love that moment. <laughs> it's, it's great. Uh, the way the edit was taken out around the libraries and things like that, you know, it was kind of a real, how do we engage as many people in this process and hopefully create as many sort of sparks in people's imagination. So, um, yeah, it's easy to bring in some more people from Downton Zone people to be involved with a different kind of a film of tape. It was really only my own pottering, musical pottering that I'd done before Steve asked me to make some music for the film. So it was a really big, big ask. I wasn't really sure whether it was something I'd be able to do, but I was up for the challenge and, and it was wonderful. It was a completely new experience in all levels, really. It was yeah. going into it and it just felt like one of those pinch yourself moments all the time that you've got an opportunity to work on a film. The whole project Approaching Shadows has been amazing for, I know for so many people as well, and um, to, to get involved and kind of have your own input on so many different aspects and for it to be so flexible to what you want to get out of it as well, I think has been a real kind of benefit for so many people. So It's important because it gets, it makes people like me with learning disabilities um, feel included. So then that they're like, oh, I want to do a film, but I can't because of such and such. Or I've got this and that, I've got this, I've got that. It, um, it doesn't matter who you are, what you are, whether uh, you're able-bodied, differently abled, you are still capable of filming. They're just explaining it so you understand it and you're still able to do filming. Filmmaking is something that I really enjoy. It's something that I've been interested in since childhood, but never had the opportunity to get involved with before. So it's a dream come true for me and I, I just like working in the crew and I like the actual process of filmmaking and seeing the finished result. It just pays dividends when you see young people being given opportunities, especially opportunities to make films that will have a life. They're actual movies that, that will get out there, will get seen. To get an opportunity like that is incredible. I um, suggested some of these shots that could be done and put a different perspective on things. I did quite a bit of work with the big group on the editing and suggested different uh, ways of fitting the thing together. And I appeared in an, as an extra in, um, in a, one of the scenes and sort of helped generally with all sorts of other things. I did camera work, sound work, did the clapper thing. Like I set up shots, did some ed editing, just a whole bunch of pick and mix <laughs> of stuff, yeah. Probably one of the first film roles where I played a villain. I've done it in theatre various times as well, and uh, yeah, I'd be quite proud of that, yeah. I got the opportunity to write mm. my scene in the end for it. It's great kind of having that that collaborative process again where you're kind of you're trusted to get involved with different things yeah. and there's lots of opportunities for people. Approaching Shadow supported over 250 people to engage with and take part in the production from script to screen and beyond. We roll in? Roll sound. Roll sound. Scene 13.1, take two. Okay. What have you gained personally from working on Approaching Shadows? A lot of people have talked about, like... Grey hair. <laughs> I mean, 
bad knees? I think I can speak with confidence, certainly to our process and the ethos behind it. So yeah, com- confidence in the process, confidence in my own abilities, I suppose. I've had, I've had a bit of a tape experience. It was pretty new, yeah. I've never do, done like a, a little part in a film or anything before, no. Did it feel quite daunting going into it? I didn't think I could do it at first. I thought I wanted like a little walk-on part and then Steve said to me, um, um, I've got a little part for you and I thought, oh, that's too much and I can't do that much. And he said, oh, you can do it, you can do it. So he made me feel confident enough to say that I could do that. So I thought I'd give it a go. And you did it amazingly as well. Yeah, I enjoyed it as well. Yeah. Yeah, it built me confidence up, yeah, where I'd like, like, so I know now that I could do something like that again. I'm confident enough. So if another part come along, I would go for it. Finding that confidence with myself to like act on set, especially, I, I couldn't really ask for a more comfortable place to do that. And I really kind of like surprised myself with what I was able to do. It's that kind of atmosphere you get when you, you kind of know everyone who works on the different aspects. Yeah. And you're all kind of like working together and you can all like appreciate every single part that's been put into making this yeah. film. So it's, it's a really nice feeling. So. It gave me some comfort for it, yeah. Did it get you kind of used to being on set and things? Yeah, it's a bit like confidence to know where I need to be, like on mark where I need to be, working with the uh, daddies and rows when I have to go running over and check on them. Um, <laughs> are you okay? Uh, it's given me a lot, really. Um, I found it really interesting and good to work with the team. I really enjoyed the editing side and also going for the filming but it's done a lot for me with regard to my health, keeping me more focused and in key and, and that. So yeah, that aspect has been, been really good. And having retired from work, it's important that you keep yourself mixing with new people all the time, and especially a big age range, because I think I wouldn't have joined the golf club because I'm not interested in sport at all, but this side of things, it's creative and it's, it meets pe- you meet people, you get to travel around places and uh, things come out of the blue that you think, oh, I'll have a go at that. I'm learning a lot about the creative process of filmmaking, something that I've always been interested in, but I'm actually developing as a person. I'm actually you know, evolving my skills myself. So it's a team effort, and I think that's one of the important things, that the people can, can network with each other, learn off each other. I think it's really important for people to understand that even though it is fully open for you to input, that not all ideas can go in. Even if your idea isn't taken on board, it might come to fruition somewhere else, or it might inspire somebody else's ideas. The individual's opinion is, is valued, even if it's not quite the right line to be taken that it's explained why that particular idea or shot can't be used in a film so it isn't just discarded without any comments it's explained in fully so, so you actually develop as a person and you learn you learn the process as you go along it's not like every idea has to happen um, it's just that every idea has to be heard and that's the important thing through bespoke person-led support the project involved people of all ages from six to eighteen House running, scene 139, slate 6, take 1. The tape model is a perfect model uh, to take your first steps into the industry, to gain self-confidence, to show yourself you can do it, to play different roles inside of the film and find out which one you like more. Um, I think it's important for our area to have 
projects like this going on because there aren't many other similar opportunities but there are a lot of people that want to be involved in stuff like this, whether they know it yet or not, in fact. You know, it, with, there's people that have walked in through the door that didn't know anything about it, and all of a sudden, <laughs> they find themselves on screen <laughs> or with a script, making sure that it's going to plan or whatever, you know, whatever. And that's amazing. The reason I believe that it's important to do some filmmaking in in your area, in your local community, is because people aspire to what they see. By making something in your community and letting your community see it and be a part of it and be uh, and have ownership of it does inspire those kids who love, want to be a filmmaker, see the cinema as like a great thing and they want to tell stories, but through their, uh, through their eyes, it's not for them because they don't see it in their community they don't they don't they don't believe that someone from this from this area from a little rural area can make a film and so they don't yeah there's nothing really yeah. like with film there was some in near where my college was in Wrexham but near real where I live there's not much people with a similar mindset of like creativity and stuff so they just provide a space for creativity and to keep your like ideas and bring them to like life and use their equipment and their expertise as well. Approaching shadows, scene 111, slate four, take three. There's a lot of uh, the screen industries and stuff. There's you know there's a lot of push to use North Wales as a location, you know, for location filming and things. And it seems that then the edits, a lot of the edits and a lot of the uh, you know other elements linked to that, then get you know taken back out of the area. And so it's kind of nice to have that as something that people can see through and be a part of the whole process. I think. It enriches the ideas and art that's being produced in an area. And that's always great because encouraging new people to speak means that we hear things we've not heard before. It gives people opportunities to do things that they might consider as impossible. You know, there's so many young people who've done stuff with tape that has allowed them to go on to further opportunities that they might not have been able to get had it not been the experience that they got a tape. Simply from the, you know, from my experience, I know how massive a, an impact it can have on, on people, on their, you know, their very sense of who they are and everything about tape and what it's doing and the way that it's giving creative tools to, to, to so many people is, is, is brilliant, absolutely brilliant. So can you tell us what you're doing here, Jenny? Um, I'm constructing um, an evil washing line where we've strung up a rope across from this digger to a trailer and draped it with old clothes that we found. And it's it's um, a bit of a juxtaposition. It's You never get dirty clothes on a line, so yeah. it's to suggest something sinister, something wrong about this, this scrapyard. And there's something about empty clothes, I think, that evokes the bodies that wore them. I think particularly in kind of non-urban areas, um, so outside of kind of major cities, um, you know, it's really important to kind of recognise that the the talent, the desire to get involved in creative work and just for the opportunity for people to be able to get involved, I think is really, really important. Well, I think creative spaces are, are very, very important. It gives the opportunity for people to express themselves artistically. And this is a fantastic facility, especially in North Wales, because most uh, filmmaking 
projects seem to be in, in the, the bigger cities like Manchester or London. So I think here in North Wales to have this facility, we're absolutely really lucky. I think, you know, the, uh, the more the North Wales people uh, uh, see all these uh, locally made films, uh, the better, really, and the better it'll be for publicity for all the local areas as well. A, it's brilliant to have this going on in Wales. I mean, think Wales is, you know, there's got so much to offer and it's creative and wonderful. Um, but we just, just now, we just had this scene where we were driving for about an hour and a half through the most amazing countryside. So that's fantastic. So I, I love the fact that people are going to get to see we're showing how beautiful this countryside is. But I just, I just think anything that promotes Wales and Wales, the creativity that's here and the talent. I think it's very important that young filmmakers and emerging filmmakers have a voice, and it's really important that people like me and the people that worked on the British Islands get these opportunities to work in these sort of productions. And it's amazing how this film that has come from uh, a small idea to something really big. It's amazing how it's managed to have over like 250 people work on it, um, have so many people invested in it, you know. It's honestly, it's, it's a beautiful sight it is. The filmmaking took place across Wales with shooting and workshops held in Conway, Denbyshire, Flintshire, Ennismon, Snowdonia National Park and Cardiff. Action. No Welsh cakes. Well, <laughs> sorry. Yes, yes. <laughs> British winters and approaching shadows are very different movies. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It's a British winter. I think British winters really set the set the bar for what we could achieve. Approaching Shadows has kind of taken that model and developed it further. So with British Winters, it felt like we were giving people opportunities to be involved, but a lot of it was this through line of the same crew, me and Rocky, pushing it all the way through to the end. Whereas Approaching Shadows was definitely every beat of it was like community, community, community. The British Winters was shot in one month. As I say, Approaching Shadows was shot in a long with more people involved. What we learned from British Winters was that we could do it. The model works. We can make different movies in a different way. It, it's, it's clear, it's crystal clear. That was a big thing for British Winters, having done it. Knowing that it can be done, it's hard, it's hard work, but it can be done. There's gonna be a, you know stress points and things in any project of that size, I guess I've it's our place is to minimise that and try and keep it in check for the people involved and also to help people work through some of those issues and some of those problems together so they understand that if they, you know, when, when they are hopefully then going on to work on a film set elsewhere or something, it's not all of, all of a sudden a massive surprise how that is, but they've got different tools to deal with it, different ways of dealing with it and different approaches and hopefully, you know, having an impact wider than the, the delivery here. It's natural with every film that we get more experience of working in this model and developing the model. There's things to be learned from every process we do and things to try on every next one, you know? Um, I'm very excited to see what we do next after this production. And I think the lessons we've learned from this one, carrying on to the next one, and maybe the one after that, are going to be really interesting. Like I say, the, the moment there's the art house industry, and there's the big blockbuster industry. There isn't really that middle ground that used to be. I think that community filmmaking could be that middle ground. 
and that some really interesting films that wouldn't get made normally could be made in that space. You know, filmmaking is a nightmare, but if we can make it a dream for some people, then it's all worth it. That's the clip. (laughs) (laughs) Approaching Shadows was developed, shot, edited and co-produced through a programme of over 300 workshops. Sound rolling. Uh, scene 14.2, take three. Favourite memories is difficult because a lot of them revolve around seeing people have one of those moments where it clicks for them. It's like, oh, I'm doing that thing I really wanted to do and it's working. And those moments are always really beautiful when you see somebody and you go, ah, oh, this person doesn't want to be a filmmaker, this person has to be a filmmaker because look at how much happiness they're getting from just being around it. No, one of my favourite ones is at the bar when we said about the, the line we always say all together. Four more years, four more years, four more years, four more years. My character had some greasy, uh, sort of dirty hands, probably from some oily sort of uh, substance. Having uh, some hula hoops and a big block of cheese, and I was told, I think it was Stilton, I think I was told to um, slice the cheese with the hula hoops and then just to t- take, I was told not to take a few bites, but make it look as if I was taking a few bites. You know, <laughs> I've used a recipe ever since, <laughs> minus the oily fingers. Mr Baxter. Um, Sean Jones, who played the part when we were um, filming, he called me Mrs Johnson. He made a bit of a mistake and and I thought it was me that was going to make a mistake because he's an actor and it was him that made a mistake not to do a few takes. So that was quite funny, like, and he swore, like, in the, um, by, what's he call it? So that was quite a funny scene, yeah. I don't think you'd be able to do anything about that. No, that's <laughs> right, Mrs Johnson. I wouldn't know where to start. Johnson, <laughs> My favourite part of making SFX and practical effects is showing it to people and have them go, ugh, that's gross. It's, it's the funniest. I love it. We both got murdered. How was getting murdered for you? <laughs> I think that was probably the sort of... <laughs> the you know, when there's part of you that kind of thinks, hmm, not every day. <laughs> <laughs> I was supposed to get attacked by um, mm. the cricket bat. Uh-huh. But then he had the day off eventually, so I ended uh-huh. up being strangled instead, which I don't think was quite as enjoyable. But, um, <laughs> I don't know, how did you find getting, getting stabbed with a stop sign? Is it free from that, was it, I think? Yeah, it was a kind of round-the-head job, sort yeah. of. Yeah. Um, it happened numerous times. <laughs> so, That's what you don't see. <laughs> I know, yeah. yeah. Uh, Selena was not uh, secure. Uh, feel secure to use uh, the Jaguar to drive the Jaguar. And she told me, she asked me uh, the day before we are uh, shooting, you can drive for me a while and show me how to use the car. And say, okay, I'm not a good driver. And Selena said, okay. Andre back. Drive <laughs> <laughs> back because this is awful. <laughs> you, you, you drive very bad. I know, I told you so. It was a real rewarding experience. It was getting to know so many different people and relying on each other in a great big team effort. And that's been a terrific experience for me. Remember when we were filming the thing of the body, she was like, it won't, it won't sink, it won't sink. It's, it's a mannequin to lightweight, 
So we were literally pushing down so they wouldn't even sink. There's a shot of you holding um, a rug over one of the windows to, to help with the lighting. Oh, that's right, yeah. You were yeah. there for quite a while. I was, yeah. I thought my arms were going to drop off. I was waiting. I think they'd forgotten I was there for a while, actually, and my arms were thinking, when's the cut arriving, you know? <laughs> I think they've gone off to make the tea. Nothing's left you there. <laughs> yeah, outside of the, the frame of the, uh, the shot, uh, filmmaking isn't always glamorous. Generally, it's very good natured. We do have a laugh on set. We do enjoy ourselves. Can you talk us through body doubling as Edward? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody had to lay in the icy water on the thorny riverbank, and we couldn't ask Alan. That was just not fair, especially in the middle of winter. Someone had to do it. I know that um, I told you to go and film Steve and he told you you didn't need to film this bit and you told him it's literally my job <laughs> which is great <laughs> well done Steve it was a nightmare um, creating a fake cash machine and trying to put it on a building that doesn't have a cash machine. We also have to be very clever about how we shoot certain things because, you know, budget. And the art of filmmaking is that, well, if you shoot the cash machine from far away, it just looks like a cash machine. And then another favourite moment is hearing an audience in a cinema go, oh, at one of the uh, more unpleasant moments in the film. I'll take that to the grave. That was brilliant. <laughs> the project was supported by over 15 local and national business partners through donations of time and resources in support of the production. Right, camera rolling. Rolling. Sound rolling. Sound rolling. Uh, guys going into the house, take three. I see a lot of people around North Wales trying to instigate things and trying to get communities involved and stuff, and it's so hard. And uh, the success tape has had speaks for itself. When tape does these kinds of projects aimed towards people with um, different disabilities and, and, and health conditions, it really puts a different perspective on their lives. I, th I think it's very vital work that take do here for members of the public. I think it's important, I like a community project and I like the fact that it is all inclusive and there's different people from all sorts of different backgrounds and different ideas. And yeah, I find that really, really good because I think community and that is important and bringing disabled people and people from different backgrounds into the main part of society these days is, is another important issue. It was difficult, it was a lot of work, it was a, an utter joy. There was moments of hilarity, frustration, there was unexpected outcomes, many, many unexpected outcomes, and they, and they continue to happen as the, as the film rolls out. Yes, I got in touch with my family and friends, and I want to see it again and do it again with a different kind of piece. It definitely gives you a deeper appreciation for how much hard work um, you know, 
has gone into filming. It makes you like, like more proud. You know, I won't do another one. Like literally, like right now, that that's done. Get me on to another project right now. To know them personally and then watch them in British Winters, Approaching Shadows, etc. There were certain faces where I was sat there going, oh, it's incredible. It's such a process. So many incredible people have worked together. It's an amazing achievement. And as I said, there's hopefully many more to come in future. It's inspired me to make future films. It's just amazing. And the inspiration that's come from it is just off the charts. But yeah, it's kind of given me the hunger, I suppose, to. to to, to, to find the next thing that, that I could get involved with. So I can't stress enough, really, the positives. I've just been, there've been so many of them, really. Um, from something that I was very nervous about to it being finished and, and being something that I'm very proud of, as, as you know, it's, that's been quite a journey. I think tape is amazing what they're doing and so creative and exciting. And um, it'd be great if there was support, financial support, for more groups like this and for this group to do what they're doing because I just think it's brilliant. Just um, what a wonderful place TAPE is to be part of and to be involved in the projects here because it is very, um, very inclusive, very supportive. Uh, everyone's very friendly, both volunteers and staff. Uh, I definitely want to devote all my energy now and time to, to create the creative side, you know, filmmaking, especially in photography and acting. So it's definitely, and tapes open that up to me, really. Uh, it's given me the opportunity to find, to discover that I actually got a talent. That's been really wonderful. The reason why we then wanted to work on approaching shows is because we thought that the inclusivity model that, that you guys had developed in the making of the film was in perfect alignment with the ambition that we had as a company so it's inspiring that not only you created a model, but you've properly implemented it and you've created something that is a story that that isn't necessarily about um, about something that would pigeonhole any of those people. It is, you know, a well-made sort of thriller movie. And what's inspiring about that, it, it does then mean that you can come from anywhere and tell any story. If you have uh, any kind of artistic project, animation, music, film, and uh, you don't know where to go or how to start. I think tape is the perfect place to go because they are going to support you, as I say, with your craziest idea. I think that if you've got an interest in the arts, so if you're an animator or a filmmaker or a writer, musician, singer, podcaster, and you live in the immediate area of you know of North Wales, then you owe it to yourself to go and see tape because you don't know what they can offer you until you walk through the door. I'm going to take this opportunity to say thank you to everybody because I haven't had the chance to say thank you to everybody. And if by some chance someone who has been involved in the film hasn't um, connected with it yet, or thank you for being involved. Thank you to all those people who gave their energy and their time and their talent to make an approach in shadows because you were part of something ace and uh, and I'm incredibly grateful so thank you as a professional actress my experience of film is often that you're put in a little caravan by yourself 
for hours waiting for your shot to come up. Um, it's very isolating. Nobody speaks to you. You're in your costume, you're just waiting to go. Um, whereas this is we're like, we're all in together, you know, and that, that's why I like theatre generally better than film because you're really in part of a team. So for me, it's had everything that I love, which is to be part of a whole little community that's working together towards an end. And um, I've, I've, loved, I've loved that, yeah, really loved that. It's special what tape creates. Approaching Shadows Behind the Scenes was produced by Alice Farrow, Alad Clark, Charles Nichols, Chloe Thomas, Dave Hutchinson, Elliot Turner, Hev Vaughan Williams, Jamie Griffiths, John Edwards, Niall Jones, Josh Goddard, Robert Fogg, Rowan Snow, Tape Media Club, and Tyler Jones. This podcast is a Tape Community Music and Film production. Be sure to check out tapemusicandfilm.co.uk for more information.